Welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Welcome back. Our today's guest is Zoe Martin. She can be found on zoemartin.com if you want to check out what she does. She is a co-founder of Same Page Parents, and she's a coach. She's a mentor to parents who might be neurodivergent themselves or who are raising neurodivergent children. So welcome, Zoe. Thank you. Thank you. Super literally excited (laughs) to be here. Oh, so it's so fun to talk to another neurodivergent. I'm myself as well. So uh, let's kind of open up that term for uh, because there's so many misconceptions on what that means. Because in my understanding, the way at least I always thought of it is that the autistic term is not necessarily neurodivergent. They um, people use them interchangeably, but I find that there's differences. So I would like to kind of hear your side on that. Like, how do you see this? Yeah, and thank you for naming my side because mm-hmm. it's all perspective, right? All right. perspective. So neurodivergent to me, from what I know, covers um, being autistic, ADHD, or PDA, or dyslexic. So any type of, I guess, divergent from a neurotypical way of being can be put in there now I use the term interchangeably because I believe we are smack bang in the middle of huge change in the neurodivergent space and I feel it's refreshing and it's helping to you know really just blow up the the paradigm and what you know neurodivergent and even being autistic is Yeah. And from what I have seen in the world and in the consciousness of this planet is that people are finally shifting from the tribal kind of group, homogenous, everything is the same, typical, well, neurotypical way, including education, into finally recognizing that we are going to be much more individuated than individuals, which means all types, in a sense, are having different ways of how they perceive reality, how they reflect reality, and how they digest reality. So can you speak uh, how that shows up in your work? 
Yeah, it's a brilliant statement. And I guess what I know that that I am here to do is show up in this this neurodivergent space to you know, I only work with parents who are either autistic themselves or feel they are or have an autistic child. So, you know, there's there's got to be that. And the more every day that goes by, I can see that it's really the ultimate journey home. So, you know, like here in Australia, I was noticing at the shopping centre the other day, just the multiculturalism I was just waiting for my son and just going, this is just amazing. Look at all these cultures walking past in the shopping centre. And then I'm like, this is the same as the neurodivergence, like the, the autistic person, the ADHD, and the dyslexic person, the like non-binary person, the all of this. And this is that people are expanding, like you're saying, the consciousness is going like, oh, wow, okay they're autistic and I, I don't need to be scared of them or I don't need to treat them differently. Yeah, or mainly don't need to think of this as some sort of a disease or malfunction, right. but instead as a, just yeah. a different type. Yeah. Of a perception. So the whole, um, you know, and, and each to their own, that's I, I do not um, work in a space where we believe, you know, autism is a medical disorder. Um, I am in the order of Zoe. I am not disordered. I am. Right? And my son has been my greatest teacher because I tell you what, he is in the order of Billy. Then <laughs> he makes that very clear. Whereas, and this is the thing about perspective, whereas the ADHD side, which I am adhd I perceive as more of a, a brain functioning um, thing, whereas you know, the, the autistic is who I, who I am in, you know, like cellular. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And as an energetics coach and somebody who's clairvoyant, so I see energy and things, mm. I have always noticed that it's almost energetically, I could tell who is neurodivergent because right. of the type of perception their energy system has. It's like they perceive more stimuli at once when, um, Typical people do not, it's like they have a filter and we don't. <laughs> we have to build our own filters to not go crazy. We do, 100%. And it's like, and I, I say this, like my intention is to now, my intention, not years ago, my intention is to never offend. <laughs> Yet it, it is like it's it's spot the autistic and you just, you can, you sense it before you even speak to someone mm-hmm. and, um you know, and when I said at the start, I'm literally excited to be on here because there is just complete safety. I have my amygdala is literally having a sleep because I am under zero threat. There is no threat response. It's just I just keep going freezing. Like it's just an exchange of joy. And the the energetics part of it is something that is truly embedded in my work and something profound that's happening right now since same page parents was birthed is that we are now serving fathers and educating and bringing their awareness to what they are putting out is picked up by their neurodivergent child, you know, as dad's gotten out of the car and he's not even in the house yet. 
you know, and that child knows. So this and the energetics of things is really fueling, you know, this work in same page parents with, with the dads. It's mind blowing in such a brilliant way because this is legacy. Exactly. And it's yeah. incredible how much neurotypical people do not understand non-neurotypical perception. I find that a lot of times it's almost been used like a swear word, like you're too sensitive, like what's wrong with you? You're too sensitive. When actually that sensitivity, if properly managed, that child could be incredible genius and use that capacity for something really beneficial. But at the beginning, they get wounded a lot by the neurotypicals not quite getting that their nonverbal <laughs> presence can yeah. severely yeah. affect. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And undiagnosed parents, you know, and this is where, like, you know, we are the change, you know. Um, and me being, you know, like the CEO of, you know, this company and being neurodivergent myself, had a mentor recently, like when, you know, we went in with all the blocks and everything for me to uncover that I didn't truly believe I could be successful mm-hmm. whatever that means to me like this you know because this it, this this is like a just a, a awesome shit show what what goes on like I I am not a neurotypical CEO you know like on my email it says in the thing I will respond based on my capacity, the needs of my family and, you know, and if I'm five minutes late to a coaching call, you know, my my clients know because I've named that in the enrolment that, you know what, I might be in demand avoidance, right, so I might just be messing with time and I know it's time to get ready and get on but I've decided I'm going to go and pot a plant, Right. And then if that's what's required for me to then be able to come into the space, like here today, I'm like, oh, I'll just wash my hair. Get out of the shower, four minutes to get on. Yet that's safe for me. Yeah. And I find a lot of those behaviors are components of self-anchoring so that we are not in a stratosphere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 100%. So in in this in my business you know the like the autistic card it was really like i remember someone i was working with at the time a mentor of mine Von Delaflor, said to me well there's your um get out of jail no more simon <laughs> says and i was like yeah there's a benefit to this thing <laughs> cuz there's a lot of like not exactly <laughs> Exactly. So if we look from this, what you just said, which is great, to the business side. So you're Mm. definitely not a traditional CEO just because of the way that your brain functions and your body energetics function. So can you speak a little bit as to how has it been running a company and you're expanding your business? It's like growing and growing. Um, How has that been being um, yourself, like having a different demand sort of on yourself because of the way that your energetics work. When I connected with you, there was just this part of like, oh my gosh, we need people like you in the world, like like coaches, CEOs like me need support systems like what you do. I, I could not do this 
without my support systems because I miss cues like, um, you know, exhaustion cues. I miss this. I get emails just in a mess. It's been uh, like a rocket ship to my evolution because I went from 28 years in finance not knowing I was autistic and had a career that just went one way and because everything was date orientated, structured, I had staff under me and it was boom, boom, boom. I say earth was hiring and I got the job to fill a space in my community and then, well, then I quickly found out I was neurodivergent because I was just failing. I was like a floundering. It was horrible. Um, and so then, you know, I now know um, and with the support that I don't go to that bottom anymore, whereas I can sort of like, oh, you know, and I've got a team and then, you know, go back up. But it is it is not linear. Yeah, and I would say a lot of it probably has to do with respecting your neurodivergence. Because um, at least this is like what I teach my clients is through soul design is respecting their soul design. So whichever way you're made is non-negotiable. You have to honor that. And there's benefits in fully honoring it, even if it doesn't look like that from the beginning. But there is, there are. (laughs) There are like soul design. Like how good does that, that just sounds good. Like I just want to drink that, (laughs) you know, and you were saying that and I was like, and it takes time. You know, I drew this picture last night on a call with these mothers about, you know, just like, you know, this is where you and your partner are. You've enabled this and calibrated to this and now you're clear on where you're going so you're like this. Well, he needs time and you need time to calibrate. Mm -hmm. So like what you were saying there about, yeah, like my soul design who am I now? And then the the patience and time and compassion and like anybody that is listening to anything that you put out, I feel are like spiritual go-getters, like, yes, I am, I am in the arena, right? And we have these expectations for ourselves, you know, and then it's like, oh, okay, compassion, reset presence yeah yeah Yeah. so in your business as you've been building it can you um explain here a little bit to the audience what is same same page parenting like what is it actually so it's a mentoring practice right like you you have clients come in which are are they families are they children are they individuals like can you talk a little bit about the structure of it I'll give a tiny bit of back end. So I started in this serving mothers only and certified in futuring and created this future of mothers journey, which in the end, you know, the the mother met themselves. Mm -hmm. And then there was a pioneers mastermind because they truly are pioneering a new way of leading their children. And then I realized I was just creating a gap between her and him. And so then the integrity piece, I'm like the dads, there is no thing, nothing for the dads. So that was when the same page parents Mm -hmm. was born out of that, out of that gap. So it is, um, 
I have chosen to serve a mother that identifies as a woman and a father that identifies as a man, okay, and that's not to shut anyone out, but this is my lane. So both need to be in, okay, so it's generally mum drags him and he says yes. And then we go. So we have an eight-week journey, which is led by myself and my husband, Scott. Yeah, we cover the, the four things, which I think is universal for business, for relationships, for anything, which is the commitment, uh, communication, so the art of circling back, and then connection over control. Four components. Yeah. This is such an important four pillars of everything. It is. And I think from a business point of view, like if we are in a team environment and a team can be like myself and my accountant, you know, myself and, you know, my my social media manager or this or that. Well, all of those come into it. Like you look at connection over control. You know, if I'm like trying to control, well, that's uh, that's me. I'm not safe. That's what I'm screaming inside. Right. The energetics I, I are always, safe. I'm not safe yeah. and it's projected out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, you know, hey, Sarah, I've seen this, you know, could you adjust this? You know, so th- th- those things I, I think are, are universal. And but that's how, know. that's what same page parents is. So they finish with a shared language, right, which is important, and they know where they're going. And, and they then they parent together by understanding some um, dynamics that you teach them or do you help them find it within themselves? Yeah, so we, the way we perceive it and um, facilitate it is we have scaffolding. So it's like building a high rise. We have the scaffolding, but they've got to build it and we ha- we support them to make it their own because how Scott and I are in a relationship is no one's business but ours, nor will what work for us work for, work for any. So we have the scaffolding, the ideas. So when somebody comes in to work with you, what would be their, um, I don't like to call it a problem, but like the impulse that would drive them to say like, okay, I think I need a mentor in this. Like mm. uh, what would be the issue with which they would come to you? They want more. They, you know, they they know that life can be better than this. There is disconnection, you know, just the endless trauma. And so much of it is, so much of it is just dads are so unsupported, you know, from my, what I, what I do perceive is they are predominantly wired to provide, protect and fix. And then you bring in an autistic child. Well, you can't fix that because I tried. Don't you worry, I tried. Um, You can't protect them from this world, Mm -hmm. right? And then so what do they do? They go into provide mode and find their identity in that. Um, So then the woman, you know, who's I feel, you know, the, the nurturer and chasing oxytocin who we get through conversation well he doesn't want to talk he's chasing dopamine and not feeling very successful so he's not happy you know she's not getting her yeah so and a lot of times it probably leads her to becoming kind of both parents because the other parent is busy just providing because he cannot find a space in a family unit 
And then he's too scared to do anything because we've stripped him of his masculinity, which mm. I had a PhD in doing to my husband. <laughs> you know, I was, I was so anxious and the control came out as like I would criticise him over how he cut the pumpkin to the point where you cook. So it's just, oh, you know, dissipating and dissolving over time. It, it's just it's more than all my dreams come true. Because on the other side of this are children. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So this thing you just described, the effect on the child, like what would be the result? So this is what they came to you with. What would be the other end of this? They mainly come for the children. And then I'm like, oh, little do you know, I'm going to put the spotlight on you and it's going to get really uncomfortable, but I got you. Um, oh, the children, you know, like, well, he, you know, Scott and I are the real life examples, right? Um, you know, so we, um, our children, so our son, suicidal, holes in walls, hated himself, just everything. Scott and I disconnected, yelling, scared, parenting from fear. Um, me just projecting and blaming Scott because I just, that was all I had left in me because I was just so worried to, you know, years and years and years of like, you know, we've cracked the code and, you know, here we have our son, complete different human. He knows we've got his back, that the children feel safer. And now that we've cleaned up our, most of our messes, although that's what I call like cleaning up trauma and everything, you know, cleaning it's up. It's an ongoing effort. <laughs> it is forever. We never get there, which is the great news. I love that we never get there. So I take the pressure off. But they, they, now these two children who are exceptionally gifted have the best chance of actually living a life of like like their soul design instead of being entangled in in our mess. You know, like I was entangled in my parents' mess. I thought it was my job to make mum happy, you know, and then hide from dad, you know, and, oh, it's just. And I'm sure that you run into a lot of that with your clients too, that they think that they are coming for, you know, just working on, let's say, marriage and the child and realise there's all these subcurrents of their parents how they've been raised and how they're now projecting this with um their children yeah you know and all our children want more than anything is for their parents to be happy you know and the and what i what i love is that you know when when we take that ultimate journey home even just starting it just saying i am willing it it blows my mind how giant leaps can happen in families just when the parents say okay you know I'm I'm going to give it a go and not do consequence and punishment which like do not work for autistic kids it's just it, it has been the biggest blessing to give me the ultimate permission slip to do business my way to do being a woman my way to parent my way you know, and that's, I think, you know, like that's sovereignty, that's freedom. It's yeah. one of the things I always say is that love, sovereignty, authority, and mastery are essential pieces of being a complete person. So if any piece here is missing, 
you're going to start to feel wobbly and then compensate through your external environment somehow. And it is essential for neurodivergence, essentially the children too, when they just like figuring out the patterns of life (laughs) to keep these pieces, especially the sovereignty and their own authority. Gosh, I love that. I'm going to need to re-listen back to this to write down. (laughs) I'm trying to like love sovereignty, mastery and what? And authority and self-love. Oh, my gosh. See? Yes. Absolutely. And how does this link, like all this stuff you said with the personal transformation for the parents and for how that affects the child and the none of the punishment thing and instead teaching differently, um, what is the bigger mission here that you see yourself on? Because this is your journey that has been reflected in your clients, obviously taking a breath because I could feel the tears about to like catapult out which is completely okay with me so I just wanted to take a breath as I that question is so big for me right now being autistic and a PDA so pathological demand avoidant which is now finally getting starting to get its um legs I believe that, you know, a neurodivergent person who is, you know, like aware only partners with another neurodivergent person if it's going to like last. And under their constraints, the world that we're currently in, and I said earlier, you know, that we're smack bang in the middle of change, that the odds of staying together and having some synergy and harmony and connection as a husband and wife and having neurodivergent children are so damn low that it's not, it's not okay. Every, every part of me wants to help parents understand that they are not their feelings and emotions, that behavior is communication. So we're told that for our kids. And to me, it doesn't matter if you're one day old or you're a hundred behavior is communication. And but if, What I want is to see children, you know, autistic children, be able to be in a home where there is a mother and father, you know, where there is two carers, where there is safety and and predominantly, you know, there is connection, there is acceptance, like, and it's radical, like, and I don't want this to be radical, you know, because it's not easy. So the story we tell ourselves about how wrong everything is and how our emotions are wrong catapult a family to rock bottom and separation. And it's the trauma. You know, I don't want any parents in trauma, children living in trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime there is a Uh, difference, even without calling it neurodivergence, but just difference, there's already going to be friction. And um, one of the things I always talk about is how emotions by themselves don't matter. They are indicators of your beliefs out of which the actions come. That's what matters. But when we overfocus on the emotion, that's exactly what happens, like what you're talking about. So um, certain components like parents being in self-sacrifice instead of in love energy or parents just, you know, going in drama, exploding and leaving <laughs> each other and the kid. So 
what you're doing is so important. It's so needed on the planet right now. And this view of like, hey, I'm living it. So I know that it's possible. Like the same thing I always teach all my clients is that, you know, I'm different and I have a very successful company and I teach other people to do that. So if you're different, it's not a problem. It's a benefit. Like all this world of entrepreneurship is pretty much about being different. So, hey, you already got that pre-installed. <laughs> so now just figure out how to capitalize on that. So everything you're saying is just so important. So what would be the last thing you would leave the audience with for today? Under every behavior is a human, you know, that that wants to love and be loved. And if we can, you know, get past the behavior and see that, you know, magic, magic is waiting and help you know we, we're not supposed to do this alone oh my goodness oh this is so beautiful thank you so much Zoe this was such a joy to have you here and you know you and I can talk for hours but we gotta wrap this up so thank you so much and uh, this would be so beneficial for people to hear even if they are not neurodivergent themselves but a lot of them probably are, even if they've never been diagnosed with anything specific, just because you can tell through how different are you? Like if you're really different, you kind of know you are. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on the social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on the social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.